Isn't it lonely to fly solo? Much of the next generation K-pop artists beg to differ, with three of the four Blackpink members establishing their own agencies and G-Dragon teaming up with a metaverse startup no less. There's a great deal of emphasis on the so-called one-act management agency. Some say it's all about the money. While that's clearly not the only objective, so what are the perks and promises of having your own singular agency and what are the downsides? For further analysis, we're joined by culture critic Isaac Kim, who joins us from the beautiful island of Hawaii. <laughs> uh, aloha. Mahalo, mahalo. <laughs> I wish we had a Hawaii theme. That would be so appropriate. Thanks for joining us on your holiday. Oh, no problem. Love, love to join you. The thing yeah, is... Yeah, great news. Uh, big news. Yeah. These one-act management agencies, right? It's like a huge trend now in entertainment, so... Is it here to stay long-term? Has it always been present? What are the risks? What are the benefits? That's what we want to weigh out today with our cultural critic. Okay, so let's get our listeners first caught up. Uh, the list of girl group and boy band members establishing their own agencies. Blackpink's Lisa was the latest to join the bunch. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't think it's a, uh, it's a trend that's going to go away. I definitely think... Mm. It, uh, it existed before, uh, but now it's becoming more and more known. And even more sophisticated, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, sophisticated. It's uh, there's much. It's much more diverse now. Like these management companies um, still need investors or people who are you know um, putting are managing. Um, they're they're still they still are run by teams of people who manage all the affairs for even if just one act or one artist but you know all these things um i think you're gonna we have seen a lot of diversity in the types of organizations that are coming out and um in all different genres as, as well there's management companies that are managing these artists as musicians some of them are managing them as actors some of them are managing them as you know like an all-in-one kind of um comprehensive vision artistic vision company you know like Right. There are entertainment companies, a broad general, um, you know, title of entertainment company. So, yeah, there's a lot. And um, I think this is a new, uh, this is something that's not going to go away. It's just going to keep growing. And we're going to see, there's some, obviously, a lot of risks we'll talk we'll probably we can talk about. But uh, this is uh, part of the growing pains of something new kind of um, changing and evolving. But it's mm. actually going to be good for the entire industry. I, I think we respect diversity. We respect, you know, different kinds of management. And perhaps the scope of managing a star has changed over the course of several decades. And it's not just limited to K-pop industry either. I mean, Chizu uh, uh, is, you know, she's always, she's been acting so she can pursue her career in both regards. The shortlist includes Blackpink's Jenny. Blackpink's Jisoo, Blackpink's Lisa, EXO's Chen Baekhyun, and Xiumin announced their decision to pursue their solo careers under an indie label established by one of the members, Baekhyun, in June. G-Dragon, per usual, doing something entirely different. I, I wouldn't really put it past him. He he does this, you know, I think sometimes in a much ahead of his time sort of way, he's teaming up with a metaverse startup. That's right. And, you know, um, during the pandemic, um, there was a lot of discussion and a lot of people were very interested in the metaverse as well as NFTs, um, <laughs> as well as that are all based in the crypto sphere and with cryptocurrencies. 
So this kind of next wave of technology uh, that is often called Web3, mm. Web3.0, those kinds of um, companies and investors and um, enthusiasts are definitely getting connected to artists and entertainment um, companies and celebrities as well. So mm. there's a, you're right, you know, G-Dragon has always been um, very uh, forward in, uh, at, at the uh, frontier of um, not only music, but fashion and uh, entertainment and, and trendsetting, definitely. So this kind of um, him being, <laughs> his company being part of like a metaverse themed, you know, like a metaverse uh, uh, kind of uh, company is, it's kind of different from like the members of Blackpink um, and their one act agencies, but um, it's, it's very cool. You know, like I'm actually curious because, you know, like while NFTs have kind of faded out in the last couple months, uh, mm. in, in the last maybe a year or two, it, it, the technology just is so new and there's so much that could happen mm. um, that we have yet. I don't think that NFTs are also going to go away. You know, they're, we just kind of have, we kind of aren't hearing about them as much now, mm. but definitely there's going to be a big play with NFTs in the future. And I mean, he's a big art collaborator, too. What could be the potential there? Um, we briefly had a chance to talk about ticket scalping on a different segment on the show. And there was Busker Busker's lead singer, Chang Bumjun, who decided to tackle ticket scalping. He was going to use NFTs to ensure that each one of his tickets were one of a kind. So you're right. The potential there is perhaps limitless. We'll leave it there for now because we know very little about what GD wants to do next. <laughs> yeah, but, and also... Conversations about Web3 and NFT and like, you know, the metaverse is also another, you know, we could go on another tangent, but I know you wanted to, we want to talk about the what heck, uh, management agencies. So. One theme at a time. <laughs> All right. So the big question, the underlying one here is what for? Why establish a one-act management and agency? Maybe we can draw some comparisons to a band that went the other way. All members of BTS re-signed with a label that launched their careers. Is it more or less about the money, or is it more about an artist's identity and their ability to sort of define how they want to brand themselves and what projects they want to take on? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, the easy way to look at it is uh, and uh, the lazy way I think to look at it is that it's all about the money. You know, like <laughs> that is, uh, it, it is fact, it is a fact that money is very important. But a lot of times um, these bands, these boy bands, these girl groups, um, they have an image, right? And they have a vision that was set from their debut. <laughs> they have a kind of, um, sometimes it, it's uh, a, a visual aesthetic or sometimes it's a uh, music genre or sometimes it's a kind of like a persona. Um, but there usually is a kind of um, central vision or theme um, that these you know, groups start with. And obviously, as they mature and they evolve, they become more and more in, you know, uh, diverse and uh, independent and we learn more about their characteristics. And usually... After seven to ten years, um, their fan base is solid enough and knows who they are. Mm. Now, I think at that point, um, that whole uh, a lot of people talk about this seven-year curse because you know there is a curse in K-pop where after seven years, a lot of bands will dis you know uh, disband and mm. uh, members will kind of you know break up or or pursue individual activities. So it's a very natural thing for um, you know any artist when they're in kind of you know, the group phase to promote as a group and to function for the vision and the goal of a group. 
But as you mature and you become, you know, you realize what you want, maybe your tastes change, right? And so mm. I think the artists, um, definitely when they do have this change or this evolution, mm. they start thinking about what else I could do, what new flavors of music or fashion or persona I can embrace. And so that's kind of a very natural cycle. And this cycle um, is really, it's really good for the artists to be able to kind of break off and branch off into these new, you know, one act agencies or management companies, because those companies and, and um, that, that agency model will cater more to the individual's tastes. Hmm. When it comes to BTS, um, I think that uh, for BTS, definitely it's not a money thing. They've, they've already made so much money um, <laughs> breaking all the world's records. Right. But you could so, always make anything, more. <laughs> You could, you could. But I mean, I think, you know, the, the lazy answer of, you know, mm. people who do these kinds of um, business, uh, business maneuvers or business moves is because sure. of money. But I think when, when you look at the overall industry right now, because K-pop is such a lucrative business and mm. um, a lot of people are making lots of money, um, I think that uh, looking at money as the only excuse is a very lazy way to analyze what's going on. And For you're BTS, probably not going to get the, members, all the answers either, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, but like when it comes to BTS, right, like they didn't break up. Um, they or they didn't even they renewed their contract. Right. Unlike um, the situation was a little different from like Blackpink, mm. but perhaps they didn't, um, you know, break up their individual and group activities because they're still kind of um, still finding themselves. You know, like they're mm. they're they've they've done solos and they've gotten a taste of it. And um, the company, their management has been very supportive of it. And so they've been able to kind of branch out and do their own thing without mm. actually having to leave the company, right? Mm. Leaving Hive. Mm. It's almost like, um, you know, like uh, when you go to college, you know, like sometimes you go to the, you know, you, you, people live in the dorms, but on the weekends you come home and you don't necessarily <laughs> have to leave, you know, the home, leave the nest completely. And so um, there's like a middle kind of, you know, period where you, you practice kind of uh, managing your own as well, but you're doing it under kind of the guidance of, you know, uh, for BTS, it would be, you know, Mr. Big Bang, you know, like he would be the <laughs> Papa Bear. And so they want to stay under his influence and under his guidance. Mm -hmm. So that's probably why they're at. But when they in inevitably, when they mature to become, mm -hmm. you know, their own, like, full on, like, independent artist, mm -hmm. I think that it would be very understandable for them to set up their own agency. Mm. And, and it seems uh, members of Blackpink found a happy middle ground, right? And it, it was the same for, I think, Super Junior's Kuhyun, where they decided to continue their group activities with their original agency that they debuted with. And when they pursue their solo endeavors, they go to their own one-act management or for Kuhyun for an entirely different agency with Antenna. Now, some critics are quick to point out that not all artists are business-minded. Maybe some are, but not all. What are the inherent risks of the so-called one-act management agency? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, a lot of artists, they're called artists because they are artists, right? They're not businessmen, you know, or they're not business <laughs> people. You know, business and art are very intertwined, but they are almost like two sides of the same coin. They're opposites. And so um, not uh, all artists can be good management or good man or business people. So, the inherent risk is that when it comes to creating something that's artistic, they might be excellent in it, but when it comes to managing finances, that is something that they might not be proficient in. And so 
a lot of times when an individual starts out and does it, the people around them and the team that they have uh, might not be the people best suited to run a business. So when that kind of case, in that kind of situation, it's uh, basically operating on a trial or uh, like a trial or error kind of thing. And, and right now, um, these artists are, are making millions, spending millions. You know, mm. it, it does not, um, it's not cheap to record music or mm. make music, right? It's not cheap to, um, to basically uh, create art in, in this kind of uh, scale that is happening in Korea. So mm. I think definitely um, the business risks are something that I think a lot of artists might not anticipate. One example is Hyorin um, from Sister, Sister like mm. Sistar. Um, you know, she made a comeback, uh, but then uh, as a solo artist, but, you know, uh, recently came back and, and gave an interview where she was saying that, you know, her agency or on the, on the TV show, you know, the, um, her agency was barely making money, uh, mm. was barely breaking even. Mm. Um, and this is a very common story uh, that we can find about and hear about amongst, you know, even the most uh, largest celebrities yeah. um, that are out there. Uh, even, um, perhaps this is unrelated, but I think I, there's a point in there somewhere. I think it was Idol's uh, leader, Soyeon, who also does a lot of producing for the girl group and she writes music and she's sort of a leading force in styling and even management of her own group. And she mentioned on a TV show how expensive their most recent music video was. It went from, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars to the million dollar budget for a single music video and all of the rest of the members seemed shocked to learn this news because that's not free. It comes out of their paycheck too. It's not like the agency completely bears it all. And these risks become, I guess, more uh, singular when you're a one act management agency. So who manages that becomes a big question too. But I've got to say, we've come a long way. There are, you know, lessons to be learned from the past. In fact, if you turn to the acting realm, maybe there are fruitful lessons that span back decades. Several actors, including Peongjun, Lee Byung-on, Jang Dong-gon, they all began their respective agencies with a one-person management agency before expanding. In the music scene, there is also Rain, Psy, J Park. They've all successfully expanded too. So is there a valuable lesson to be learned from those who've already pioneered this way of management? Definitely. Um, you know, those are some of the great, uh, you know, the big names that were successful in, you know, starting out their own agency. But, you know, one of them mentioned, you know, one of them you mentioned, uh, Chang Dong-gun, I believe, uh, closed his agency recently right. and had uh, joined, um, you know, had to uh, merge with a another company, a larger company, you know. And so there was even um, the actress Chun Jian, as well as the actor uh, Kim Nae-won, they also had their own management companies. And then they had to actually, you know, close their close down and join another company as well. So it, it's not just um, having a famous name or brand mm. that makes it enough for these agencies to survive. Um, I think the, the, the desire for uh, independence and freedom in working with a one, you know, uh, one person agency is real, but definitely the risk um, and uh, the and the financial like liabilities that are possible are also very real too. So mm. um, I think that it's not for everyone. Um, it's not uh, in the prerequisite to have your own management or entertainment company is not just being a celebrity. That's not enough. You know, you need to have even these celebrities. You know, like. They are beautiful, and um, their talents are 
uh, well showcased because they have a team of people around them that mm. help them. You know, they're not no, none of these celebrities are doing it on their own. None of these singers <laughs> are doing it on their own. You know, there's composers, there's lyricists, there's you know, there's other countless musicians. There's the you know, you mentioned the million dollar music video, right? There's the uh, cinematographers and the directors and the writers and the producers that help make these visual experiences, which has driven K-pop, you know, to the peak of uh, global entertainment. Mm. But it's not the one actor, the one singer who does it on their own. You know, mm. so definitely you have to have a good team of people around you, and that means um, not only in the artistic space but also in the business space because. If you have somebody that doesn't know how to run a business, running your business, then you're going to run out of money. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I think that's a good place to end today's conversation for so many to come. But one thing's for certain, these so-called One Act Management agencies, they're here to stay. Thank you so much, Isaac, for joining us. A great pleasure as always. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.